Hello, and welcome to Put Your Nuts Out There, the podcast bringing you the no BS approach to food and body freedom, giving you actionable tips to build a better mindset and ultimately help you create the life you're truly hungry for with your host, me, Renee Sager. Hello. Today, I want to talk about the tightrope of food. Now, I see this happening in a lot of clients, and this was in myself as well. So what I want you to think about is a tightroper, like from one end of a canyon to the next. And yes, a canyon or something where once you fall off, it's basically death. And what we do with food is to the left of a little, a little too much to the left or a little too much food is death. And to the right, not eating enough, feeling a little too hungry is also death. And so what we've basically done is in our heads, we have come up with this way of eating that is like literally this three inch rope. And if we can just stay on that rope, then everything's going to be fine. That rope is so small. The odds of you falling off are pretty good. And this is why so many of my clients, myself included, could not adhere to meal plans. Like, I just couldn't. I would get it. I would see it. I would read it. Hell, I would pay for it. I signed up for it. And I just, I could not do it for the life of me. I don't even think if someone said, I'm going to give you a million dollars if you can do this for a month, I, I think I would have had to call back up. Like, you need to lock everything up after a certain time. Like, there's just, I just do not think I could have done it. And I think this happens so much more with being too full especially with sweets, carbs, things like that, desserty items. Because think about this. The last time you sat down to have a cookie or a bowl of ice cream or a handful of granola, a trail mix or whatever, and then suddenly it was two or three. And you're like, oh my gosh, I've had too much. You have fallen off that rope, right? You've fallen off the right way of eating, the appropriate amount of food that you deem acceptable, which who even makes this up? Who decides that? There is no right amount of food. It varies day to day, week to week, year to year, person to person. But continuing to have your food in this very narrow path and that control, like, So much of this work is about releasing the control because continuing to go on with this, this idea that there's a right way of eating, you will not win because look back at your history. Have you ever been able to adhere to that? I don't know about you, but I couldn't, like I said, I couldn't for the life of me. Pay me a million dollars to follow a meal plan. I don't think I could have. It's releasing that control and being at ease with 
it just being food. Now that might be a stretch for, for where you're at in your relationship with food or your body too, or your finances. Like you can literally put whatever you want into this equation. But when there, when you have designated this very fine line, this very small window of how to do it right, especially with food, you will inevitably lose control. And then what may have been one or two or three cookies is now three cookies and a box of cereal and a bag of chips and some ice cream and hell, why don't we just go get some French fries while we're at it? And it's keeping the end goal in mind too. And I also want to just remind you that just because you hear this stuff in my podcast or you read things about healing your relationship with food, body positivity, all of it, just because you hear it and learn it and read it doesn't mean you get it. This is ongoing work. This is months, years. You know, there are many layers to all of this. But it's really keeping that end goal in mind because I know, you know, you you start off maybe in the morning or uh, a week ago, you start, you know, doing this work and you're like, okay, I totally am all in. I just want to heal my relationship with food. I just want to be free of all of this nonsense and this noise. And I just want a life outside of food and weight. And you really start, start your week strong, start your day strong, like fully invested in this outcome. But then life happens, right? You go to work, you scroll on social media, you talk to some friends, you overhear some coworkers, and all of a sudden you're like, you know what? I really do want a six pack. (laughs) You know what? I really, I really could probably go home and do those extra crunches and I should probably, um, address my weight. Maybe I'm just going to weigh myself and I really, you know what? I really just think I should quit sugar altogether. These goals, it's, it's like tying a belt around two people and having them both run in the opposite direction. You are not going to get anywhere really quick. And so you have to remind yourself sometimes multiple times a day what you're really going for and give yourself permission to forget and remind yourself multiple times a day because Currently, you've probably been operating on one wavelength, which is how do I get smaller? How do I eat less? How do I control my food? How do I shrink my body? How do I get a better body? How do I, all of these things, right? That are, those are kind of all on one similar wavelength. And what I'm asking you to do is like pivot completely. And with that, you have to intentionally focus on that goal. You have to intentionally bring it back to what you really want. And I think this is, I want to say this because this is is very important that you're the only one that gets to decide that. You're the only person who gets to decide what your goals are. If you are in the space of really wanting to hit a PR in the gym 
or get the abs or whatever, I would say be at peace with that. You can't be further along in your journey or in your process than you are. You know, had someone have told me what I needed to do 10 years ago, which what I went through, I, I, 10 years ago, I would have been like, you're insane. I'm not. No way. Absolutely not. Like I wasn't there yet. And so give yourself permission to meet yourself where you're at. Get really clear on your goals. It's really easy to get lost in the pressures of society, the keeping up with the Joneses, all of that stuff. Put reminders in your phone, set alarms, put post-its on your mirror, in your car. I don't care. Whatever you have to do to make sure you bring it back to the real intention, to the real goal, to what you're really working on. And kind of coming back around to that tightrope, so much of this work is the acceptance that your food is never going to be perfect. Some days you're going to eat more and some days less and some days more vegetables and some days more carbs. And it's getting in a place where you're just okay with whatever happens. Now that's probably a long ways away for some of you, for most of you, and that is okay. Again, that is the main goal. That would be a main goal that you remind yourself of. You know, on those days... This was actually something that really helped for me when I was in kind of early recovery, trying not to freak out if I, if I overate a couple things, which happened a lot in early recovery. Like there were, I ate a lot of food in early recovery. I just did. I had to kind of quiet that part of my brain and, and like find that trust that the food wasn't going anywhere. And that required me to eat a lot of it in the beginning for quite some time. And still today. Today is so much different though because I'm just like, oh, whatever. Like it just isn't a thing anymore. But in, in the beginning, it was, it was a thing and I had to kind of calm my brain when that would happen. But a question that can be helpful if you do have a couple extra whatever is how do, how do I think I'm going to feel about this in a year from now? Like in the whole scheme of things, what am I going to think about this one time when I ate X, Y, and Z, when I did X, Y, and Z, when I said X, Y, and Z, and just putting it into that perspective, because I think we get lost in the 24 hour window of the day and we make it mean just because this happened on Saturday afternoon that we're going to hell in a handbasket, you know, and it's really stepping back and taking a whole picture view. Really giving yourself permission to not have your food look perfect, to get off the tightrope. Because on that tightrope of food, that perfect way of eating, uh, too much, you're dead. Too little, you're dead. You know, obviously most people are more comfortable with eating too little, which is so interesting. Like think about that for a second, how we're so okay with that feeling of discomfort, being hungry, but being too full is like death, you know? 
But either way, you're not winning trying to maintain that perfect balance. And it's exhausting. Even a tightrope walker wouldn't want to be on a tightrope every day. You know, and think about how that, all that anxiety manifests into your life. And what do we do when we feel anxious? Well, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably eat. (laughs) I mean, it's probably your go-to thing at this point, right? I know it was for me. Any emotion, food, done, solved. So asking yourself, how can I quiet this anxiety? How can I find some peace? How can I have a bigger rope? How can I slowly start to walk on a bigger rope? So one extra cookie doesn't make me fall to my death. You know, and then the whole, well, I'll start again tomorrow takes off. Okay, so ask yourself that. Practice some things I mentioned in this podcast and give yourself time to work through this. You know, I really want to reiterate that, that this isn't just something that you hear and then bam, you can snap your fingers and be cured, quote unquote. No, no, no. As as much as I wish that it was, this is ongoing, This is ongoing work and totally possible, 100%. Just the fact that you're listening to this means that you're increasing awareness and with increased awareness means you can actually change something because without that, you have no idea what's going on. You feel hopeless and powerless and and you're just going to keep doing what you're doing. So by taking these actions that you're doing now, Reaching out, listening to podcasts, listening to me, following me is increasing your awareness so you have a choice. I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here and listening and taking time to let me into your little ear holes. It means the world to me. It would also mean the world to me if you would just take a hot little second and subscribe to the show and leave a review. This helps other people who have been where you're at or are currently where you're at find this podcast. And that is the greatest gift you could give to me. Thanks for hanging in there.